from the corporate cage she's a rookie to the stage coming from the outside outside familiar with the set she's a theater vet willing to be my guide Lights, what? sound, what? it's time for huh? the show What's Places, happening? places, and ready, go right. Make the words fly off of the page Stage right. inspire you to get up on the stage Stage right, Please show me the way Stage right, come on girl, let's play Stage right, yeah, yeah Podcasting isn't easy, podcasting can be hard But here we are, our journey has begun How are you feeling, Lindsay? I'm feeling good, I'm feeling ready You're feeling ready, I'm feeling ready as well the day has come. Lindsay and I have been talking about starting a podcast for a little bit now, and every every time she wants to talk to me about something that in any way pertains to what we might talk about on the air, I tell her to stop talking. It's actually a really good thing that we've begun because I think it was starting to form a wedge in our friendship <laughs> when I would reach out to you and you would shut me down. We couldn't hang out. I was Save like, it no, for the podcast. Save it for the pod. So yeah, um, I'm Morgan. I am Lindsay. Our podcast is called Stage Right, and this is our first episode. Lindsay and I are actually new friends. Yeah? Yes. When did we meet? When, uh... No pressure. Three, three months ago? Four months ago? <laughs> mm-hmm. Within six months. At a podcast recording. Oh, my God. Well, yes, that was our first friend date. That was. We'll never forget. Um, we met at the off book can we say that can we say their name they're fabulous i love yeah, them go listen to them off book the improvised musical podcast she and i went to that show together and had a great time but we were relatively new friends and then i just like dragged her into doing a podcast with me i don't think you can drag a willing participant but we can let you say that you, you were super eager i'll say you were <laughs> like what a podcast sure absolutely yes a podcast with me Someone's going to listen to me talk? <laughs> I don't I'm know. In. We're going to see if anyone's going to listen. But yeah, you and that is exactly why I wanted to do a podcast with you, because it was kind of a perfect storm of events that led to me getting inspired to start this, which we'll kind of talk about in a second. But first, I guess, who are we and why are we here? Lindsay, who are you? Who am I? I am a very average American person. I work in corporate America. I have a nine to five job. I'm very happy with that. But I have embarked on a journey in theater, uh, musical theater, an area that Morgan is an expert in with lots of experience. And so Morgan has been helping me in my journey, preparing me for a musical that I auditioned for. That is true. She is a new little baby theater theater nerd on her way to big stardom on the stage, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, I a little bit about me. Um, I've been doing theater my whole life. It's kind of hard for me to talk about myself without talking about theater, unfortunately, because it's it's kind of part of become part of my identity. Yeah. Um, I've been doing plays since I was. Uh, five or six years old. Lindsay and I are both from the DFW area, Dallas, Fort Worth, Texas. And that's where I grew up in a, in a little community theater and, and did theater all throughout school. And my background and experience is mainly as a performer. I tell people all the time I got two degrees in pretending. So, <laughs> um, and then about five or six years ago, I, I answered a Craigslist ad to start working at a nonprofit youth theater here in the area. I know, right? It's, it's just, true. After all, like the Lifetime movies, that now just sounds like the setup for some type of it's horror. So <laughs> true, though. I'd been acting professionally in this area, working a ton. 
uh, could not complain about my performing uh, career. But then I was, has all have always worked with loved kids. I have younger siblings and have always really connected with uh, kids and teens. And I started working at this youth theater and started directing plays uh, and musicals. And it's been this really crazy uh, journey into something I never expected to be doing. I use my training as a performer in ways I never thought I would. And I get to do what I love for a living. I get to do what I went to school for and it's really, I'm super grateful. I don't know. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm gushing a lot about my no, job. No, you but. love what you do. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, I think an interesting thing about me is not being involved in theater growing up. I was really into sports and athletics. And as we've gotten to know each other and as we've talked more, it's really interesting when you'll say things about, well, you know, in theater, this is how this works. I'm mm-hmm. like, that's just like sports. It's just like a sports team. Mm-hmm. We're like, it's all the same. Mm-hmm. You are a real, I mean, I hats off to you. I'm tall, and it was like, oh my god, you must have played basketball. I'm like, no, I didn't. You don't want to put a basketball in my hand. But you, you played b- college basketball. Yes, I did. I mean, that's like an athlete right there. So yeah, there's tons of parallels Yeah, between... Yeah. Like the team dynamics working mm-hmm. together towards a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of those things. So that is kind of who we are. I don't know, Lindsay, if you want to talk about your journey into comedy at all. Um, that's kind of, I don't know, maybe. Sure. Yeah, uh, that's relevant. Um, so I've been doing improv comedy for two years now. Uh, when I first got into that though, I think it's funny because I had this idea just uh, sitting alone in my home Mm -hmm. that I was going to audition for a musical. (laughs) And this, this seemed feasible. I had friends. I'm actually from Oklahoma Mm -hmm. and I had some friends that are involved in like community theaters or Mm. church theaters. So I was like, Dallas is huge. There's gotta be somewhere to do that. Googled around and they want like professional actors. (laughs) They're saying words. I don't understand. They want you to have a resume and a headshot and they have notes must be able to sing an F sharp. I can't tell you what that is. So quickly learned that is not an option. <laughs> I so I thought. So I somewhere in that Google like pigeonhole, mm-hmm. I found uh, improv classes. So I took that and just fell in love with it, mm-hmm. uh, and started really enjoying performing and kind of that theater aspect of it. And then when I met you, mm-hmm. and I mentioned how, so I actually went to one of Morgan's shows. She's a fabulous director, and I enjoyed mm-hmm. the show so much. And I said, I wish I could have been able to do this. And you mentioned that there's an adult program mm-hmm. and that they would be more than happy to have someone like me audition. And I said, I am in. <laughs> ah, we pulled you over to the dark side, my friends. So I don't have to have headshots. I don't have to understand Not things. Yet. I don't need to read music. I can just show up. I'm in. <laughs> That's what she thought. <laughs> That's what she thought. And then she asked me to help her with her audition which is a great way to get into that part of it. So, I mean, that's who we are and that's why we're doing this. Basically, I thought that it would be incredible to take a person who is super eager about theater and excited and ready to learn. and Who kind knows of, nothing. <laughs> and kind of go with you on your journey. So, you came to me and you said you want to audition. I said, okay. And Morgan was super nice. She said, I'll help you. I'll explain how this all works. 
I'm like, great, you know, I've tried out for sports teams. You show up mm-hmm. and they put you through drills and, like, you try as hard as you can. I can do that. <laughs> Morgan has all of these things you have to do to audition. I, I, I compare it to a job interview of, like, things you don't know until mm-hmm. someone tells you this is how it works. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad I know you. Otherwise, I would have walked into that building <laughs> looking ridiculous. So she she tells me she, she comes... Let's back up. She comes to see my show... She says, oh my God, these kids are amazing, which my students are amazing. I mainly work with teens and they're incredible. And I was, she was so impressed. She was super inspired by them, as most people are. And she was like, how do I do this? And I said, well, we have an adult program. And so I did not think you would actually... I have to be honest. Like I didn't. What? I didn't know that you. Do people would. say that to you all the time oh, and back yeah. out? See, I was like, what about me? That's, <laughs> like I going through. back to why we. I started this podcast. I told you, like I told you that people. Everyone has a theater story. I will tell someone at the checkout line at Starbucks what I do, and they will go into that one time I did a show in high school. <laughs> I played blah blah blah. <laughs> Or I've always wanted to do theater and I never did. Or, oh my God, I loved going to see shows when I was a kid. Whatever. Everybody connects with it. But most people don't follow through. Right? So again, going back to you, you actually signed up. And so she comes to me and she's like, okay, I'm signed up for Mamma Mia. And I'm like, okay, well, uh, here we go. And so we embarked on this journey to try and get you cast in a show. We did. So tell us about how that was for you. So auditioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I read the audition requirements. They said to prepare two two ep- excerpts from a song. Okay. Sorry, two contrasting songs, mm-hmm. which I did not know what that meant. Two contrasting mm-hmm. songs. Contrasting songs. From a show of a similar style or something similar like that. And I thought to myself, is that a genre? <laughs> is Like, is a style? Can I look that up? What is the style? Mm-hmm. I... And so Morgan helped me find some options for musicals to listen to. But I think if I just read that on my own, I would have no idea. Well, can you tell, like, what what did you learn about that? Like, what was the kind of, what do you now know about a style of a musical? If I'm honest, I still don't really okay. know. I, I mean, I would okay. say the music is upbeat. It's mm-hmm. lighthearted. It's a comedy. Mm-hmm. These are words I would say. A hundred percent. You're right. So you listen to Mamma Mia. What are some adjectives you hear or you think of immediately when you think of some of those songs? Fun, dancing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark or bright. Bright. There you go. Okay. Uh, contemporary or classic. Oh, gosh. Contemporary. There you go. Yes, ma'am. Go with your gut, right? I was like, well, some of the music is a bit, I won't say dated, but like, but it's, it's not from... ABBA. I mean, it's not Les Mis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's not Phantom of the Opera, right? So when I'm talking to my students about it, it's like, think of it like the sound that you hear. Are you hearing big strings, like a big orchestra sound? Or are you hearing guitars, like yeah. electric guitars, right? Yeah. So contemporary. Um, and so then, let's see, contrasting, what does that mean? I I thought of it as fast and slow. Mm-hmm. Could be, <laughs> could be. Yeah. So what did you what did you end up going with? I don't know if we can share what we share the song. Titles. I think you can. I think we don't. No, as long as you don't sing them. Okay. Um, come out of the dumpster. Uh-huh, from... Uh huh. From the wedding singer. Mm-hmm. And holding out for a hero from mm-hmm. Footloose. Yes. And why do you think those were contrasting? One was more of a ballad, mm-hmm. dropping vocab words, mm-hmm. and the other was just more upbeat. Mm-hmm. Upbeat is exactly correct. Yeah. yeah. So, and then both were in this that that awesome, fun, 
ABBA, 70s, 80s kind of style. So um, that's a great place to start, is musicals that kind of have the same sound, same composer is also a good place to start, see who composed it. Okay, so we selected your stuff. So then I started practice singing them, and I wish we had a recording of when you... I don't, you weren't making fun of me, but you imitated me singing. <laughs> and you, you said, your words, I did? Your words were, you can sing how you talk. You don't have to sing the words. Oh, no, I wasn't trying. <laughs> I was to like, excuse me. My only experience <laughs> is fourth grade choir where that's how they made us sing. Oh my God. Oh my God. I should have told you that, Lindsay. Okay. I wish Time I out. had the recording. Time out. One of the first things I tell my students, because I do private audition coaching. I do. And one of the first things I tell them is, if I'm ever doing that, it's not impersonating you. It's exaggerating to prove a point. I'm but you so sound sorry. No, please don't apologize, because it's That's hilarious. That's not how you sound. And you sounded exactly like me, because I thought to myself, <laughs> that is exactly what I'm doing. Well, okay. Now I know. (laughs) So she came over and we worked her songs. I did a little bit of that, the stuff I do with with my students. Just kind of helping you to get clear, specific. Some of your biggest questions were about the accompanist and just how to walk in the room, right? Yeah, yeah. So talk about that a little bit. So I remember asking you... So am I just standing in front of someone? I just, I just start singing. Do I say hello? Do, do I say I do? my name? Do Are I they know who I am? Do I, do I slate right when I walk in the room? Do I didn't I even know what hand? slating was. Uh, oh, so, true. So you, that's, that's where I say like the interview stuff. Cause you said, you know, you walk in, mm-hmm. you say, this was my favorite part. Approach the table. Don't approach the table. <laughs> and, and it boiled down to just be a normal person with right. social cues. Right. If they <laughs> when you stand, tell me to be normal, it's harder. Yeah. If they stand... Well, for Lindsay, that can be true. Sometimes when you tell her to be normal, she's like, oh, no, you told me to be normal. Now I can't. I don't know what normal is anymore at this point. <laughs> it's what's endearing and adorable about you. It's fine. Um, it's so the slightest she, way anyone's ever told me I'm awkward. Thank oh, you. Oh, I love you. So she walks into a room... It's it's the age old question, right? What do I do when I walk in? Because because, because this is also what I tell my t- my students. Auditioning is weird. <laughs> it is weird to walk into a room that, of people you don't know and stand there and talk to a wall. Yeah, and I remember you like, saying at one point percent. that the point is to make you feel uncomfortable to a certain mm-hmm. extent because you want to mm-hmm. see how someone can perform under that type sure. of condition. So you're standing a little bit further away than you'd maybe like to be mm-hmm. so they can see you're kind of on blast. You've got the lights on you and all of those Did things. Did it help when you and I were doing it, like, almost for you to practice that feeling? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Good. we practiced me walking in a fake door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she would treat me different ways, different levels of hot or cold for me to try to be a normal person. Because you don't know. Greet people. You don't know. That's the truth. Do I, do I shake their hand or not? What are they going to do? Like, what take their cue, your cue off them. If they stand up, you can approach the table and shake their hand. Yeah. If they sit down and they're looking at their cell phone, do not be that guy. So we just practiced because your audition starts when you walk in the room. Yeah, yeah. And so we practiced that. We worked your pieces. Yeah. I remember you uh, mentioning stuff about letting your personality come through mm-hmm. because I, cause one of the other questions I had was, do I just stand there and sing or am I supposed to be acting? I'm supposed right. to be a character. How does Who that work? Mm-hmm. And you, you told me to kind of lean into that character work mm-hmm. as far as you're commu- communicating emotion with this song and mm-hmm. talking about what that character wants from their scene partner mm-hmm. or from whoever, what they're talking about and really leaning into that. And that, yeah. that made it a lot of fun because mm. then you know what to do with your hands at that point. <laughs> Correct. That answers all your questions. And, yeah. and I think for you, um, that was where a lot of your improv stuff kind of came into play too, is that 
it wasn't completely foreign to you. Yeah. Um, you Being, were able, pretending to be someone else. Right. Yeah. To lean into a character. Right. Yeah. And to be quirky. But at first you were kind of afraid. Yeah. You were just being kind. Go ahead. No, no, I agree. I think it, it, it was a new thing. So mm-hmm. like I'm standing there, I'm singing. And also I, we talked about this also hearing your own voice <laughs> is, is jarring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's off putting, like not, listening to a yeah. voicemail the first time. <laughs> I'm not going to want to listen to this thing, for example, yes. when we're done because I hate listening to myself. It's, it's like kind of inwardly cringe, but mm-hmm. in like doing karaoke, the funnest part about that to me is imitating the, the singer that yeah. you're seeing. So it's, it's like, I don't really know what my voice sounds like. I, well, do you believe? I exactly. I to be like, no one sings good. share in their own voice. No, you have you to be share. Like who's yeah. your favorite person in karaoke to imitate? I I really like me some Eminem. Okay, I'm ready. No, not right now. <laughs> okay, but not episode one. Okay, not in episode one. But I will say, we are talking about rapping for our theme song. <laughs> I'm not gonna promise I was gonna say, anyone. I feel anything. like you just like committed us there. <laughs> That's what I didn't. Explore. You will hear the vocal stylings of Lindsay and Morgan. Uh, I guess maybe. <laughs> If you're going to pimp me out, I'm going to pimp you out. That's how this okay. works. Okay. We would, uh, okay. So back to, okay. So we, back we, to that. we prepped for your audition. But, I don't know what else you want to say. But sounding like your own, your own voice because mm-hmm. learning how to be comfortable singing mm-hmm. in front of strangers. Mm-hmm. I think most people don't like to do that because mm-hmm. when I've just mentioned to friends, because it's been about a month since the audition, we haven't started rehearsals yet, but we auditioned a while back. And just as I've mentioned it to people, they say, that's, oh, that sounds like my biggest nightmare. Mm-hmm. Singing in front of people, dancing in front of people. Mm-hmm. And I I think throughout the whole process, I kept expecting to be nervous. You know, context clues tells you huh. this is a situation in which most people feel nervous. Uh-huh. It's probably going to hit me soon. But I never felt that way, and it may have been because the directors were super nice, mm-hmm. really happy to have me there. They didn't scoff at my lack of experience. They they were happy to, to have me there. Mm-hmm. And so the whole time, like, walking in the door, I bet I'm nervous when I get in the door. I bet I'm nervous when I'm about to sing. I bet I'm nervous when I start singing. Huh, but I bet I'm nervous learn. at the second song. Just never nervous. Yeah. That's great. But I, like, I don't. I don't think it's confidence. I think it was more just kind of accepting that I've put in some work and I'm going to try as hard as I can. And sure. Like, uh, I don't, like I said, no one likes hearing their own voice, but their, their, their ears aren't bleeding yet. So hopefully no, it's okay. Yes. And that's the thing that I was, you have a lovely voice. Oh, stop it. You have a great voice and you, um, you have this great comic timing and it's just, you take direction very well too. That's the athlete part in you coming out that we were talking about yeah. earlier you are coachable and teachable and that is half the battle. I don't believe in talent. I tell my students that all the time. I don't believe in talent. I believe in hard work (laughs) and repetition. Yeah. And some people have more innate abilities than others, but there are are stories all over history of people who were not born with innate abilities and who overcame because they wanted it bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the fact that you wanted it and were willing to work for it and be teachable and coachable, that was all it took. So, I don't know if I've told you this story. I think I said I was going to save it for the air. This is one of the times I got rejected. <laughs> We're hanging out. She was just like, no, go home. I can't. <laughs> I can't tell you. So now All I'll right. tell you. I was at, I knew about your casting before you did. So rude. I know. I lo- you're a really great actress. Your fake enthusiasm when I told you, <laughs> it warmed my heart. But I work with the director. He's fabulous. His name's, or the director of our, of our repertory adult company. His name's Danny and... And I was bugging him at our at our Tuesday meetings. I said, oh, my friend Lindsay, you know, the, the callback, the dance call, which we'll talk about in a second. The dance call was on a Sunday and it was Tuesday. And um, 
I was just begging to know. And over, I think almost 60 people auditioned. Um, and they ended up taking 22 out of 60 and he told me all that. And I was like, Oh crap. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> She's not going to get a part. Oh, you're preparing. How you're going to console me? All this for nothing. <laughs> and then I kind of walk away. I was like, Oh, and I said to, I was like, I totally played it like low key. I was like, no, it's fine. Like whatever you want to share with me, you don't need to share the lesson with me. He was like, well, you know, let me look. And so I walked away and then like 20 minutes later, he comes up to me and he just like flips around his laptop and shows me this excel spreadsheet and like makes me look for it so you got cast tell them you are it is mama mia who who are you cast as Allie. Allie. yes and we all might know Allie as sophie's friend sophie's friend i like to say number one friend the number <laughs> friend Crap. number one so friend number two you better take a back seat. i'm joking um so Allie, the friend super exciting um Oh, we didn't talk about the dance call. Let's go ahead. Let's go back and talk about the dance call just real quick because okay. you'd never done anything like that before. No, no. So I remember texting you because I already felt super annoying because mm. you guys, Morgan, oh, Morgan no. is very busy. Morgan no. works very hard for her students and she also has this thing called a personal life. So Not I'm like, really, Hey, can honestly. you, can you help me more with, can you just donate your free time to me? So I sent her a text. I'm like, Hey, if you have advice for the dance call, I'm, I'm just planning on showing up. <laughs> and so she calls me and I'm, I'm, I'm saying, what do I wear? I, mm-hmm. what, cause I asked that about the normal audition mm-hmm. too. And we went with something simple about, you know, do I need to look nice? Do I, what are other people going to be wearing? Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm imagining some type of sports bra with really complicated straps, <laughs> a and, leotard and, yes. <laughs> And ballet shoes. Special shoes. shoes like the ones with the clickers. Oh my god. You mean taps? <laughs> Those. Oh my god, she's so cute. Stop it. That's what they're called. Okay, so what did I tell you though? What'd you wear? I wore tennis shoes mm-hmm. because I didn't have anything. You told me my Toms would also be an option. Sure. I went with tennis shoes since my Toms have holes Ooh, all over them. Yeah. Good choice. Um, good choice. And then I wore some like legging tights mm-hmm. and a t shirt. Just comfortable. Comfy. I learned that your clothes don't matter that much. Yeah, and a dance call, really no. Uh, your audition. And I tell my students, uh, one of the things I tell my students too, when with auditions is don't worry about hitting a bullseye. You just have to get it on the board. Like an audition is not to get you a role. An audition is to get you a callback. Yes, ma'am. Make the director (laughs) want to see you again. Yes, ma'am. So she got that dance call back. And so then at the dance callback, typically the slate is wiped clean, right? You come in, you're they're taking you off face value what they see that day. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think I told you is, you know, this is a new day. Um, I can't remember. What else did I tell you? You tell me, what did I tell you? You, I remember you telling me not to focus so much on a really complicated dance move. If I couldn't mm. get up to, to nail the parts, you know, mm. so I, so we're on the phone and she's, she says something like, you know, if they have a pirouette into a jazz square and you can't do the pirouette, just nail that jazz square. I'm Googling jazz square. <laughs> yes, of course I'll nail that one. Those are so easy. Uh, but but I kept that in mind because, you know, you to stay on beat and finish the song where they want you to. Just There are parts that aren't as easy because they're teaching to you really quickly mm-hmm. and you're just supposed to just suck it right up. So I would watch them do it and you have to do it right away. So instead of trying to get these itty bitty steps right. It's like, okay, eventually I just had to nail this part. Uh-huh. And I think that helps me kind of get oh, through good. it. Good. That's good. Yay. Well, let me ask you one last question about auditions. Okay. Cause we all know you got cast. So you clearly nailed both the audition and the callback. Did it, 
was it what you expected? Did it, was it different than your expectations? What were your expectations? Did it exceed meet or not meet? I'll say I, it was definitely different in a, in a good way mm-hmm. because if you watch movies, you know, people are really like snooty behind their desk and they're like against mm. you. And I felt like the casting directors were like rooting for me. They, they were, mm. like I said, happy, happy. Cause I think most people probably have some type of resume or where they like list experience. So they're looking at the back of the sheet of paper, realizing there's nothing there. So, so why are you here? Right. And <laughs> so I was able to tell them just because I want to be, they were and genuinely interested. Yeah. They're they, like, who, they were who happy about that. Yeah. So I didn't think that they wrote me off at that point. They were still genuinely interested to to see me give it a go. And uh, mm-hmm. so that was welcoming. Like, they were really welcoming where I expected mm-hmm. them to just kind of be a face in the background and maybe mumble a hello to me. So, um, oh, yay. yeah, yeah. And then what else? Oh, it happened so fast. Mm-hmm. And our, our, your advice to just not hit a bullseye, but get on the dartboard was helpful. Cause I remember in one of the songs, I, I mean, I miss notes all the time, but like one time I was like, Oh, like I've done that better when I practice. Mm. It's okay. It's not the end of the world. Just keep going for it. Just nail the rest of it. Yes. So, um, to not let me think that it's all lost because I missed this one note. No, exactly. And don't get lost in that. Don't dwell on that moment because then you're going to ruin all the moments coming yeah. after. Oh, you're exactly. going to sabotage yourself. Good. Well, I'm really proud of you. You nailed the. You nailed it. Thank you. Your first community theater audition dance call knocked it out of the park. It was so fun. And I, and I genuinely mean this when we were on the phone, I was like, if I don't get gas, I've had so much fun mm-hmm. up until this point because I have always wanted to take some type of dance class. And you, mm-hmm. you see these dance studios around here you look at the classes and they're, they're not cheap. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I basically just got a dance class for free because mm-hmm. the dance call was super fun. It was mm-hmm. two hours. They taught you really fun numbers. I didn't know what to expect, what type of dancing would be there, but it was really fun stuff to do. Oh girl, get ready. I can't wait. You're doing, I mean, and that's again, uh, one of the reasons why I thought this podcast would be fantastic is that we're going to get to be with you as you, as you get to experience all this stuff for the first time. Um, and if do not, like, if there are things that I say, and I know you will, if there are things that I say, like words that I say, they're like, I don't know what that means. You have to stop me <laughs> and, and tell me <laughs> what does that word mean? I don't know. Cause, um, that's the whole reason we're doing this is to teach people and to help people, recognize their full potential that they can go audition. Yes, please do. Theater is magic. Theater saves lives. Um, it really does. And it's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's very entertaining. And so I just think more people should follow that, that hunch that they have that dream, if you will. Yeah. So. And I, I think it's interesting as adults, we, we don't kind of put ourselves out there in that way and mm-hmm. where we do as kids. Cause like I said, it's been about a month and every time I tell someone that I'm doing this, the first question is why? Mm-hmm. And it's almost this kind of like, why would anyone do that? But why not? Yeah, yeah exactly. I, I would just say, well, I, I thought it sounded fun. They're like, so you just went and did it. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how that works. But you know, if a, if a kid, some middle school, high school kid tries something, we're like, oh, that's the age where you try things. And I think we just stopped doing that as adults. Cause I don't think it's all that weird that oh, I tried a new thing, yeah. but I'm I, the same so many as people you. question it. Yeah. I am the same as you. Like life is too short. I'm actually taking my level one, uh, improv class at her comedy theater starting this January. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> Everyone at Dallas comedy house is so excited. I'm taking a level one there. Um, but yeah, so try new things and grow. And I just, life's too short. Um, to say I'm a grown up, I don't try new things. Yeah, yeah, and I, I love your advice to fail big. Uh, that's Yay. become one of my mantras in <laughs> every aspect of life because 
you know, you could go into an audition half-heartedly. And I think without your help, I would have had a very different audition. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. that, that's asking for help. That's looking for resources mm-hmm. that can teach you how to do something. That's just caring and wanting wanting to do something well. And I think a lot of times people are afraid to try because mm-hmm. then, oh, then if I fail, I was really bad at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's one of the... Agreed. And that's one of the cool things about theater, though, is that, like, not not like surgery or accounting, you don't, you don't have, I have a degree in theater, but you don't have to. The cool thing about theater is it, it is for everyone and you can learn. You don't have to go to school for it. Yeah. So I just think that's so cool. Um, okay. So let's move into the next little section here because we talked about you getting cast and now we're in a very pivotal moment. Y'all, it is the day before New Year's Eve. She starts rehearsal when in two weeks. Um, by the time this, this podcast is going to drop, I think some like January, somewhere in January, when's your first rehearsal? I, I think it was around the week of the 12th, but okay. I, I don't know if the 12th is the Monday or not, but like somewhere mid January, mm-hmm. maybe the 14th was the day. So um, coming up here. Yeah. But I, we haven't been officially contacted yet, but I know it's ballpark around that time. And that's probably when the first episode is going to drop. Actually, this, cool. this episode is going to, uh, debut. Um, right when you're in the middle of your first week. Nice. So the idea is that we're going to be once a week, but right now, yeah. So her first rehearsal's coming up and she's been dying to ask me so many questions, <laughs> so many questions. And I've told her to wait for the podcast. <laughs> Just put our friendship on hold. I literally was like, I can't hang out with you. You did let me have one <laughs> cheat question because I had asked like, you know, dancing was a workout. Mm-hmm. If I'm supposed to be singing while doing that, is mm. there ways to kind of practice singing? So you, I got one sheet question so I could start training. But... I gave her some homework. Yes. And let's, let's talk about that now. Let's talk about your homework. Now we'll talk about your next homework, like your next assignment towards the end here in a little bit. But what was your homework assignment this time? To try singing while running. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a recording of that <laughs> just for pure comedy. No one would enjoy listening to it. Why? Because I sound like I'm dying. If I see small children a hundred yards away from me, I stop just so they don't try to call 911 like they've been trained. It sounds so bad. But it's really hard. I remember talking I wanna, to you. Oh, my God. I want to drive by in my car no. and, like, cheer you on with the music blaring and, like, do you remember that um, Garth Brooks music video? No. No. Nope. Standing outside the fire. <laughs> I and love the mom, that song. And, and, and she's like driving in her car and the kid's like running. He's like training and she's driving in the car. And I think it was the dad. But anyway, that's who I would be. I'd be okay. driving alongside you singing, standing outside the fire and you just be running and singing. My little heart out. So tell me about it. How, I mean, did it help? No. Yeah, definitely. I, I had to like go of this idea that I'm supposed to sound amazing at mm. it. Cause I asked you, I was like, do I need to eventually be able to sing like really well? <laughs> You're no, no, it's for stamina. Uh-huh. Thank goodness. Because that was a steep mountain to climb. But yeah. the, where I live, there are a lot of like running paths mm. and there were a couple of times where I felt like it was in solitude and I'd turn a corner and be met with some man. And, you know, at this point you, you've got to lean into it because he knows it was me. He's going to turn the corner and see some, no one else. Oh my God. I would tell myself that they're listening to music also. So they probably can't hear me. Sure. Tell yourself that. Yes. Yes. So what were some of the, what were some of the hits that you were uh, belting out? On well, the I tried to listen to the to the OBC. Oh. For those of you who don't know theater <laughs> lingo, yep. that stands for original Broadway cast recording. Thank you very much. I said OBC to her and she said, what are you talking about? I said, oh my 
you the lingo. So that's the lingo. We are all now in the know. Mm -hmm. So I've been listening to that. And then I threw in a couple of, did you know, is, oh, shoot, what's her name? Avril Lavigne. She has Mm. a new song, like, written in 2018. So I've been listening to that. Oh, my God. I need to. I love Avril. She's back. Oh, my God. Let go. So I've been listening to that. And then a handful of other songs that I felt like had some good, like, vocal, long holding your breath notes that, that sounded belt. like it'd be torture while running. I said that belt voice added to the playlist. Yes, ma'am. Or as we call, as my students say, screlting, screlting, Skrel- Skrel- oh, screlting, <laughs> not screlching. Although what Can't is even screlching? Get slang right? We, we got to come up with what screlching is. Cause that sounds fun too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> um, so that was your homework for this time. And really, honestly, Lindsay, the reason I gave you that is because it is you're going to see it's going to be so much easier to sing while you dance. Yeah. I mean, how do you think the boy bands and sync and Backstreet Boys back in the day, yo, <sighs> how do you think they did it? It's conditioning. That's right. It's a sport. No, I, I remember. So back to the audition for just a second. Mm-hmm. I remember driving away from your house because we spent probably at least two hours with a mm-hmm. solid work. Mm-hmm. Really appreciate your time. That was kind of you to donate your Friday night to me. She bought me Chipotle. I did. A priceless gift. <laughs> you can't. There's no <laughs> price tag you can put on Chipotle. We're not even paid to say that. That's just because they we are love not our it. sponsors. <laughs> we just love them. Um, anyway. But I was driving away and I thought to myself, I I tried so hard. I put so many hours already into this less than five minute audition. I was just thinking about all the people who are out there trying to make it on Broadway, mm. like people who donate their lives to this. I'm like, mm-hmm. they work so hard. Like, not that I didn't think they did, but you just don't see it. You know, you watch an athlete do something in a game. Oh, yeah. You don't see the lifetime of hours they put it behind developing that skill set. Sure. So it's just one of those moments where just appreciate things so much more. And I listen to watch people in whatever musical now dancing and singing. I'm like, it's not easy. It's I'm not easy you, to do it's that. It's not. <laughs> and that's why, I mean, I have the utmost respect for my students. I mean, they kill it. They're up there and I'm just like, I don't know what I can do what I'm asking them to do, but they're doing it. So it is, um, I tell them all the time, actors are athletes of the heart. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, we, what we do, if it's done well, I mean, it'll kick your butt. And, and to answer your question, um, from what I know of Broadway actors that have to do eight shows a week, they, they don't, I mean, they are conditioning all the time. They are going to bed immediately after their shows. They're taking Epsom salt baths every night. They're, they're taking care of their bodies. They're yeah. sober. They're not drinking. They're not, I mean, they're a hundred percent on par with uh, what you would think a professional athlete would, would yeah, be doing. Yeah. And again, to be clear, it's not that I didn't think they worked hard. Mm. It's you just see how they work. Sure. Cause like, you know, I can watch someone, you know, play golf. I'm not a golf expert and I don't know how one practices their swing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just, you just swing a bunch. Like I'm right. sure there are like tactics behind it. So like to watch how someone is training for theater, it was just fun to see, Oh, that was, that was really difficult. And there are certain type of mm-hmm. exercises they do that take a lot of time for that one thirty second song Yeah, <laughs> to, to multiply that oh, across. Yes. I use that, that iceberg meme <laughs> all the time of like, that you see like 10% of the iceberg above the surface and then underneath the surface is like 90%. And so yeah. the top of it is, is the performances and underneath is the rehearsal. I mean, you have, you know, people have no idea how much time goes into that one eight count. Um, yeah. that one measure. 
So, yay, that's awesome. I'm really so, proud of you. So, first rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Is it time for my questions? It's time. So, I told her to keep a list of all her questions. I wasn't going to answer anything, and she's so excited for her first rehearsal. I'm really so. glad that I'm not being shunned anymore. Oh Feels gosh. good to be friends again. I'm sorry you felt shunned. <laughs> this is the worst. She's never going to let she you said, forget it. And she said this. I had a Christmas gathering a couple of nights ago, and on her way out, she's like, it's your world. I'm just living in it. I was like, Lindsay... It's because it is. It's because I had shunned her and wouldn't let her have any You let me know when we can be friends. (laughs) You let me know. We're friends. (laughs) Again. Okay. Okay. So first rehearsal. Same question I had about audition. What am I going to do when we first get there? I asked you before, should I know the my lines or mm. all this what pre-work do i do i don't want to sure. show up and everyone else has done something and i didn't know sure. yet sure now that summer gonna, reading assignment that's gonna vary depending on what level of theater you're in i mean in a professional theater situation where you're putting up a show in three or four weeks you've got actors that are coming in completely off book yeah. Um, another example is I'm directing a 48 hour musical this week. We're putting up the Adams family in two days. Um, it's going to be so much fun, but you better bet those actors are going to come in primarily off book. Yeah. In your situation, probably not so much. Okay. Um, you've already picked up your script, correct? Yes. Okay. So that's great. We're going to talk about that here in a second, but really, um, you just want to have your script ready to go, which we'll talk about. Uh, that's going to be part of your homework this week. Ooh. Um, but you'll want to have your script ready to go. Uh, I already told you to be listening to the OBC and just check. Yeah. She's been getting super familiar with ABBA and <laughs> the score and the story. Uh, you've probably watched the movie a couple of times, which is, yeah. Have you? Not since we've talked. I've watched it once. I was going to have I mean, to buy it. It wasn't free it's anywhere. On Netflix. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I take that back. You. Thank you for Big spender, you. <laughs> okay, so anyway. It's my brother. I, I feel like I have to confess. yours. Okay, so. Uh, made me feel really guilty. I'll say watch the movie again. Find a way okay. to watch the movie. But it's not OBC. True, it's not. Oh, okay, so that would be. Okay, there you go. So we live in the world of YouTube. Um, and un- unfortunately, You've got people out there who are going against the rules and sneaking their phones into Broadway shows. That said, you can pretty much watch the bootleg of uh, Mamma Mia. The bootleg OBC. The bootleg OBC. Okay. <laughs> Y'all should have seen the like face she did when she said it. Like she was. That's like, just my I normal got face. This. It's my normal face. Yeah. <laughs> it's how I always look. She was the OBC. Like yeah, um, I would YouTube the OBC. And that way, you can also see what the differences are between the stage version and the movie. Okay. So that's something you can do ahead of time. But really the biggest advice I would give to you for your first rehearsal is to just be open and be yourself. I know that sounds super cheesy, but authenticity is hard to come by in this world. And you're only going to have a first read through one time. Okay. So we're going to read through yeah, the whole play. So you're going to do all... a first read. Yes. Uh, no sing through, just read through. No, it's read sing through typically. Um, so it's going to depend again on, on where you're doing a show. If you're doing a show with like a, like a full orchestra and musicians and live musicians, they're typically going to have rehearsed on their own already ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And then the, and then you, you won't see that orchestra until what we call a sits probe. 
<laughs> I know she's like, okay. what is that? S-I-T-Z-P-R-O-B-E. That is the first rehearsal with the actors and the orchestra. Okay. But that typically doesn't happen until closer to tech. Most shows with a live orchestra, you're just working with a pianist. And there's no live orchestra here. I don't think so. So that's kind of going into the next option. A lot of community theaters, because we love our musicians, um, you cannot replace them, but they are super, super expensive. So um, on the community theater level, oftentimes they will pay for performance tracks, which... You'd be the performance tracks have gotten incredible. I mean, they're using full live orchestras when they record for community theater like ours. That's that's the most cost effective and and best option. Plus, our stage space, we don't have a ton of room where we would put a live band. Now, they did Rocky Horror for Halloween and they did they did have a live band. So, they some of their shows at our repertory they're gonna have musicians, but I believe Mamma Mia is gonna be with tracks. All right, we will find out. That said, your first read through, yeah, it's typically going to be a sing through as well because it's Mama Mia. Most people already know the songs, but if it was like a Sondheim show, a Sondheim uh, musical, which Sondheim is a very difficult composer. When I directed Sweeney Todd, for example, you know, we sang our first read through with the OBC. I played, literally played the tracks of the OBC so that they could at least hear what it's supposed to be. And of course that's with teens and youth. Um, I, I don't know. You'll have to tell me. I don't know okay. if they're going to have a pianist play with you, if you're going to play with your tracks. But yes, the first rehearsal, everyone's around a table. It's called a uh, table table work. Okay. And you'll do your first read through. You'll probably go around, introduce yourselves and who you're playing. You'll meet the, meet the director, meet the um, design team, the stage manager. They may go over design concept with you. A lot of times they will at the first rehearsal, do a design presentation where they'll show you renderings of the costumes or rendering what the the set's going to look like just to kind of share the vision of what the director has with the cast on the first day. Yeah. Um, I had somebody tell me one time, I mean, where, what it was, I went to the uh, Broadway teachers workshop this last summer in New York city. I was so grateful. My job sent me there and it was such incredible, uh, training I got, but that was one of the things that they said is, uh, the first read through is the only time in the process, the only time where everybody comes together with zero expectations. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> zero. I mean, it's the only, and zero pressure really. Yeah. Because it's the first time nobody's expecting to be perfect. I mean, there are tales of famous actors who purposefully were bad at a first read through because they didn't want to put that pressure on themselves of having to perform at a table read. Got it. Um, so don't be afraid to be sloppy. Okay. Would be my, it's fine. It's a first, it's a first read through. So expect to do a read through, probably a sing through too, maybe a design presentation, definitely a meet and greet, go around the table kind of, kind of thing. Um, yeah. Does that, what else? I mean, does, is that it? Like that, I mean, I realize that it takes time, but like, I'm not going to dance on that first day. I'm not going to work in a small group of any sort. It's just. I mean, you guys are putting it up in, I think, six weeks, right? I think so. Last weekend of February is opening night. Yeah. Five to six weeks. It might be six weeks, including tech. So it's not too long of a time. How many nights a week are you rehearsing? I don't know yet. Probably, I would say, three to to five nights a week at least. Okay. You're probably not going to be called every night. Oh, okay. Um, But playing... 
Allie. Allie. I was going to say Liz. You're not Liz. Playing Allie, they're probably going to put you in a lot of the ensemble stuff. Okay. So be prepared to have to be called when the ensemble is called. But that also said there's going to be nights that they don't need you. Okay. Uh, so that'll probably happen the first night as well. They'll pass out the calendar. Oh, got it. Say something like, if you have any, you know, last minute conflicts, please let us know ASAP. Yeah, yeah, Um, What else? Yeah, I mean, that's what they'll do the first night. You mentioned at one point that I may need to buy jazz shoes. Ooh, girl. I'm looking behind me. What are jazz um, shoes? Jazz shoes are I did not... not Google them, so you could tell me about them. They are amazing. Especially like my first pair of jazz shoes, my first pair of grown up jazz shoes I ordered. I was just like, I felt so like profesh. <laughs> I did. I like opened all the box. I was like, no, I'm a real director. I have jazz shoes. Um, you don't need them, but you're probably going to want them. But I would wait and see. That can be a question that you can ask at the first read through is what kind of shoes you should be rehearsing in. Okay. Um, because who knows you could, they could say you're going to be performing in a very flat sandal that laces up. Cause it takes place in Greece, right? Yeah. So you're going to be taking, you're going to be performing in a lace sandal that laces up your calf. So you actually need to be rehearsing in something very similar to what you're going to be wearing. Okay. So I would wait, but a lot of shows, yeah, a jazz shoe is a typical, um, kind okay. of place to start. It's a soft soled shoe. Um, hugs your foot pretty tightly. Some of them might have a hard sole and, my, and some are split sole and some are, we can talk about this after, but I'll show. <laughs> She's making hand I'll, motions. I'm like, I'm showing make your split sole. Um, but I can, I can show you some good jazz shoes. If you, if you're wanting to invest, you can get a good pair of starter grown up jazz shoes for like 50, 50 bucks. I'll wait to see what they say. Yeah, I would wait. I would wait. I don't need professional mm-hmm. shoes yet. Professional. Shoes, yeah. <laughs> Don't need those. Um, no, I would wait. I would wait and see what they say. The last question I have. Wow, is, this is, that's all, that's it? Well, I mean, you made the first day sound not scary. We have accomplished that goal. Oh, good. <laughs> the first day is fun. No, so at one point, I mentioned a certain Scottish play <gasps> that I learned one must not say the name well, we're of. we're not in a theater right now. We're in my, I just want to follow the closet. rules. <laughs> well, we, we were in your apartment when I said it last time and oh, you avoided it. Oh, did I? I'm super superstitious. <laughs> okay, well, we can say the name Macbeth here because we're not in a theater, but yes. It, what it if is... someone is listening to this podcast out loud in a theater and you just said it? <laughs> I'm so sorry. You can't take it back. If something drops on your head, please don't sue me. <laughs> I don't know what to say. No, it is theater. People are very superstitious. Um, that's one of the big ones. Um, we call it Mackers. We call it Scottish play. Um, anything but its name pretty much. Pretty and so that's, that's the whole story. Just, we don't say it. There's no reason why, I, you know what? Maybe that can be my homework for next week. Is to look up I'm going to love it even more if there's just no reason. Everyone just doesn't do okay, that's it. Everyone my, has bought it. I can't just give you homework and not have anything for me. So Good. my homework for next week is to look up the origin story of, of why Macbeth is uh, ba- uh, why we're superstitious about it in the theater. And um, I will definitely do that for next week. Oh, one more thing. I forgot about the first rehearsal. You may do table work. Okay. So let's get into table work for just a second. Table work is basically where you get into like the dramaturgy of a play. 
I know that word. I know all about what it means. I was waiting to see what your face did when I said dramaturgy. Sounds like some type of doctor. It is a hunky theater term. And what it is, is basically any kind of research that goes into the world of a play. Okay. So you want to start with like production history. So dramaturgy can be production history of it. So uh, when was the first performance of it? Did it run on Broadway? How long? Did it win any Tonys? Did it open in London? Did it tour? Right. So the production history. You could also go into how it was conceptualized. What was the history? And they'll behind. just be telling us this stuff. If you do table work, I mean, okay. it's Mamma Mia. I don't know how much table work. I was I... imagining a pop quiz <laughs> where they flash the light. I on mean, you. if you're doing Shakespeare, how long did it run on Broadway? Right, like a quiz. Um, no, but I mean, if you're doing a Shakespeare. Uh, for example, I'm directing Romeo and Juliet right now. We're on the third rehearsal and we l- still haven't gotten on our feet yet. Yeah. We've had three rehearsals of table work. Yeah. So depending on the director, depending on the show, I don't anticipate y'all doing a ton of table work, but they may. Um, they may go into production history. They may not. But also it's not just production history, but the history of how it was formed, how it was written. They may go into ABBA. Uh, they may go into it. Then you have historical context. So the time period, the location in which the play takes place. Yeah. You might want to do it. They might, you know, give you a map of Greece, for example, and say, here's where our characters are in the play. So table work is usually done on the first night. First, second night. Like I said, a lot of times, if, if you're doing a more involved production, the table work can extend to the second, third rehearsal. So don't be surprised if that comes into play. Very cool. I'm really good at sitting. I, <laughs> you're also good at not sitting. Oh, thank you're you. very energetic, and she's a really funny comedian, y'all. You should see her. She's good. Oh, she didn't thank know you. what to say. She's all like... Thank you for the compliment. She's blushing. Okay, so let's see. I have homework for you. And I have not been allowed to see this homework. Next week. The reveal of the homework is. (laughs) And that's kind of what I thought. Every week we give Lindsay's homework and like here we'll insert some kind of chime or jingle of Lindsay's homework (laughs) or something. I don't know. And then I'll play some kind of 80s after school special. I I hate myself for how much I love that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So every week we do Lindsay's homework. Last week or last time her homework was to sing while she ran and she did that. I'm so proud of her. A plus. So for your first rehearsal, I want you to get your script ready. Mark your script and score. So the the book says, do not deface with markings. Because <laughs> I asked, when I went to pick up the script, there was a woman working at the front desk. And I said, am I allowed to write? Well, okay, back up. When I went to pick up the script, I'm expecting maybe seven to ten pieces of paper stapled together. <laughs> like any oh, no. type of paper you wrote in high school or no, something. Ma'am. No, it is it is a book. It is a very mm-hmm. thick book with hundreds of pages, what feels like hundreds of pages. So that was intimidating. It's all sheet music, so I now see why they asked whether or not you can read music. I I feel that may be important at some point. <laughs> well, so Newsflash, I can't read music. Well, we can we can talk about that. It's actually not as hard as you think, and I can help you. But so she got her script. So basically, uh, when we talk about scoring your script. Oh, but the woman said, I asked her if I could write in it. mm -hmm. And she said, I don't know. And I looked on the front and it said, do not write on it. So So you can't, if you want to keep that copy correct, you can, because you have to send it back. It's a rental. So you can write it in pencil, uh, but you have to erase all of the markings before you return it. You can still do tabs. You can still do tabs. You can still do pencil markings um, as long as you erase it before you turn it back in. So that's tabs with the scenes I'm in, I'm guessing. I would think. And I won't know the ensemble 
once I'm in until they tell me. Correct. But I can read my character. Hey, and that's where you can get into your your colors. You know, I need to yellow is gonna be just the scenes I'm in as Allie. Blue is gonna be where I'm also with the ensemble. Or pink is gonna be musical numbers that have dance and uh orange is going to be scenes however you choose and this is something i tell my students too your script no there's no test nobody's going to pick up your script and say how are you making the right markings you score your script the way it's the most beneficial for you but get it ready like prepare it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. the energy with which you infuse something it's going to give that back to you so if you if you if you pay attention to your script and you give the time and attention to marking out your scenes. It's going to help you learn the play. Yeah. It's going to help you in the long run. Yeah. yeah. So another thing I want you to do is you, you probably don't have a ton of lines, but you probably have some. And I want you to, <laughs> I want you to mark your punctuation. Mark my punctuation. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, just circle it. You don't need to do apostrophes, but commas, periods, definitely exclamation marks, definitely questions. Um, hyphen, uh, not hyphens, but like a dash mm-hmm. because they mean something. Okay. They mean something. And we can talk about that next week a little bit, but punctuation was not invented. Oh gosh. You're going to, I'm going to blow your mind. Are you ready? I don't know yes. if you're ready for me to blow your mind. Punctuation was not originally invented for written form. It was, it was invented for spoken word. To help you deliver. Uh Uh-huh. Correct. To help you deliver and know how to literally intone your voice. For example, colon. I went to the store and I bought three things, milk, bread, and eggs. You heard that I did a colon in my voice by the way that I set it up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So your, your punctuation is like a treasure map, honestly, to help you figure out who this character is and what, how they tick. For example, if they speak in really long sentences with no commas, what could that tell you about the character? They're long winded. They uh-huh, talk fast. Uh huh. If you speak in really short, choppy sentences with monosyllables, what could that tell you about that character? They're uptight. Mm-hmm. Could be. Could be shy. Could be. Point is, yeah, it gives you clues. Yeah, yeah. You start piecing it together. So yeah, so start to start to look at your punctuation in a different way. So circle your punctuation, and then in your music, this might happen more in the first read through. Do not be afraid to take notes in the first read through. Have your little notebook out as the read through goes, writing down questions the whole time. The first read through is totally normal and okay to have more questions than answers. Cool. That's where you should be. Okay. But have a place where to questions write Questions about like my character specifically? Anything. Anything at all. I'm going to look up no the, rules. the name of this town mentioned in the script or go- things to Google later, right? Got it. Again, nobody's going to be taking up your notepad. Okay. This is your experience. You put, you get out what you put into it. So. Okay write everything down. That's one of my biggest pieces of advice. Um, there's a lot of power in writing down notes. Um, I say this to my students a lot too. Try also to write it out longhand and not just take it on your phone because studies show that it breeds creativity. Mm-hmm. I've read the same studies. Yes, ma'am. So take notes. Oh, we're high-fiving. Yes. That was the sound of a high five. Did you five. hear a high five? Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's what it was. Um, so take notes, write it all down. But what I was going to say was in the first read through, another thing is you can mark your breaths. Okay. So a breath is just going to be marked in this. You're going to mark in the music section. It's kind of like an apostrophe. Okay. Because learning where to breathe is a, we we talked about that in your audition, right? 
Yes. And what do we realize about breath? Breathing is not <laughs> as easy as you think it is. You got to do You've been you doing do it, it your whole life, but there are other ways to do it mm-hmm. that are better for singing. <laughs> well, when you're singing and dancing at the same time, you have to be intentional about it. Yeah. Um, or when you're performing, you have to be intentional about it. So start to mark your breaths. Okay. Um, again, there's no test on that. Just start to be mindful of, ooh, that's a really long phrase there. I'm going to need to breathe before that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need oxygen. Okay. So we've got tabs, um, punctuation, breath marks, just getting yourself, just try and get your script prepared. I don't know how else better to say. Do you have any other questions about what that might mean? I don't think so. Knowing that it's, it's okay to not be an expert on everything at the Mm -hmm. first, because I, you know, I didn't know what to expect as far as am I going to walk in and they're going to say, all right, and you over there, let's take it from the top. <laughs> right. Could they could. You don't know. I mean, yeah, no, I don't. I don't that If they did that, I would be very shocked. Yeah. But um, to expect to be at a table that mm-hmm. and to have no pressure, then I think I feel prepared, prepared as one should be at this point. Prepared as you can be and take it. People, when people, when the kids, I say the kids, I'm sorry, they're not kids. They're young actors. When they say to me things like, how are we going to do this show? You know, we're doing Pippin or you're in town or a huge giant musical that seems daunting. It's Morgan. How are we going to do this? I said one page at a time, one eight count at a time. Like let yourself be lost in the process. Enjoy the process because it's going to fly by. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to fly by. So that's kind of what my homework is for you this week. I accept my homework. You accept your homework. I accept my homework. I have my homework as well. I'll be researching uh, the Scottish play for everyone for next week. Um, where can you find us? This is an interesting <laughs> conundrum we're in. <laughs> Neither one of us have social media. <laughs> we are so nerdy. We love that about each other. Another high five, please. Thank you. We are not either as individuals on Instagram or Facebook at this point, but we've committed. Say it. We've committed to finding a way that you guys can find us. <laughs> we, the millions of you out there. That's right. All of our adoring fans. We are going to probably start a podcast, a stage right um, Some, Instagram or Twitter. Whatever the coolest one is. Whatever all the cool cats are doing, that's what we're going to do. It will be shared because neither one of us <laughs> wants this burden. No, we don't want this burden, <laughs> but we know we live in 20, almost 19. So we have to like connect with people. Um, and we want to. We want to. We want to. We sure we're so convincing. do. Um, but we're excited to, I'm excited to embark on this journey with you, Lindsay. I'm so excited for you. Me too. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait. It feels like I've been waiting forever. It feels like you've been waiting forever, but it'll be here before you know it. It'll be like Christmas morning and it'll be your first day of rehearsal and you're, and you're going to text me that night and I'm going to say, don't text me anything. (laughs) I'm going to say, save it for the podcast. You know, I think the the real mystery of this podcast will be whether or not we're still friends at the end. Oh my god, we're totally going to be friends. I love you. And I'm joking. No, I know you are. I, but it's true. I'm like, she's going to want to tell me all about her first rehearsal and I'm going to tell her no. I have so many feelings. Just bottle them up. It's healthy. But I am excited for your first rehearsal. I'm excited to do this podcast with you. We're excited you're listening. Um, and we hope you listen again. We hope so. Uh, we are going to Go ahead and sign off. Thanks for listening. And uh, don't be afraid to go out there and fail big.